Welcome to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark, where we interview top performing realtors, listen to their ideas, strategies, and advice so we can raise the bar and make your story a success story. Here's your host, John Der Perez. Hey everybody, this is John Der Perez. Thank you for tuning in to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark. Today's guest resides on West Oahu in Hawaii with his family. He holds a master's in business administration and an undergrad in international management and entrepreneurship. He has recently completed the Utah Half Ironman, and he lives an active lifestyle, traveling, stand-up paddleboarding, scuba diving, and kayaking. I had the wonderful opportunity to record this episode with him while enjoying the radiant ocean view from one of his penthouse villas at lovehawaiivillas.com. He's the principal broker and CEO of Love Hawaii Realty. Let's welcome Monroe Murdoch. Monroe, what is the secret to your success? You know, if I had to just sum it up in two words, it would just be hard work. Um, you know, I know hard work can kind of seem like an old school concept sometimes, but it really does go a long way. I mean, I, I moved to Hawaii not really knowing anyone, not really being connected with any particular company or opportunity, and just moved here knowing that, believing that if I came, worked hard, and really went after what I wanted to do, that it would work out. And sometimes I look back and, and wonder how did it even work out, but it really has been a fun adventure. I think hard work is an underlying foundation of being willing to do you know, whatever it takes um, to, to really establish yourself in a market. And I just, I put in a lot of time, a lot of hours, but also really strive to branch out and make the connections. So hard work is the foundation, I think. And then if I had to name another key to success, it, it would be picking an area to focus on, you know, really desiring to establish myself in a niche market like Coalina, where we are now which is where I started managing some properties. So again, I kind of got into the area on a fluke, but I decided to focus on that and really make that uh, my focus. And by doing so, I, I quickly was able to get to know people and become known within this uh, smaller area. You know, for me, it's kind of funny. I, I got into this business basically on a fluke in a way. I had family members who owned Hawaii real estate that were just sitting empty, not being rented, not being utilized. And I was doing some other work in a sales position and I just talked to my family. I said, hey, you know, you can make money renting your property out, right? And we just, we started helping them with family-owned property, putting it up on VRBO back in 2009 right. when, um, you know, the vacation rental industry was still kind of in its emergence kind of stage. And pretty quickly I discovered I liked it. I liked managing property. I liked interacting with the guests like yourself mm-hmm. and helping them plan their vacations and whatnot. And it, I saw it as a pathway to do something that I could be probably more passionate about than what I was doing then. And that was just this, the beginning stages, um, almost 10 years ago now, of getting into it, about eight years ago, I guess. And from there, got my Hawaii real estate license, decided I want, wanted to move my family back here to Hawaii. And it's really just been a fun adventure since over the past five years uh, to have that experience of going from managing a couple family properties to now managing a bunch of properties for others and also delving into uh, real estate. You explained a little bit about how you started out in the business and uh, how what, what got you into it, a bit of the family, investing in properties and then getting into management of that. So when you did start out in real estate, what was one of the biggest challenges you faced and then how did you eventually overcome it? Sure, yeah, it's I think starting out as a new agent and not just not knowing what you don't know mm-hmm. and going through a training program with one company, which was great, but you just, you're, you're told to kind of do these certain things. And I think it's almost like that analogy of throwing mud against the wall, seeing what sticks, right. who, who sticks and who mm-hmm. doesn't. 
And fortunately for me, I was coming into the business having had a lot of different professional experience, having had some college education and whatnot. So I think that helped me in a way to just hit the ground running in terms of feeling confident and comfortable talking to people and getting out there. Right. But I, I think, you know, it just, I didn't know a lot. It's just a big learning curve. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, just getting out, doing the open houses and trying to put myself in front of people was key initially because I really didn't, as a new agent, didn't really have that experience, haven't had, had any deals that I had done. And I wanted to establish that quickly yes. so that I could have some legitimate credibility Clients. And you explained earlier about how you built up your business in terms of focusing on a niche, not being afraid to go for a little bit of a larger transaction. Can you explain a little bit about that? Definitely. Yeah, this is one of my favorite like philosophies and mindsets that I feel like I've been blessed to, to adopt. And that is, you know, in, in my reading and different things I've done, I've realized that a lot of what we achieve or attain in life is based on what we desire, what we want, and mm-hmm what we believe is possible. And, and I really think that's true. Yet we all do have a certain level of limiting beliefs or we might have a threshold or a ceiling like, okay, I would feel uncomfortable trying to do a deal over $2 million or $3 million or $5 million or maybe 500000 mm-hmm. So I went into it with that mindset that I'm pretty sure it's gonna be about the same amount of work to do a $100,000 transaction, like you said, versus million. And they are different, obviously, with how those things work, but having done $100,000 transactions here up in West Oahu, and also having recently sold one of these villas for like 1.8 million, you know, I've operated within this range, but I've always tried to target those, a little bit higher price point, just because I feel like that's, there's gonna be less competition possibly in the higher price point. And also, I'm gonna do the same amount of work, so it's all about utilization of time, and I'm already busy as it is, so I want to make sure if I am going to be doing transactions, I'd rather they be higher dollar transactions mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. I mean, you make more money, and I also found they, they tend to be a little smoother than the lower value ones. Again, I don't I haven't turned down that business, but again, it's where we focus. If we're right. only focused within this realm, we're going to get what we focus on mm-hmm. and what we attract. So I, I tend to not really do marketing to places that fall below right. that threshold that I have. Yeah, so a little bit about uh, basically raising your standard and raising also the expectation of yourself because you're, you said it right from the beginning, you're a, you're a hard worker and you're willing to do whatever it takes, but also knowing at what point, you know, what, what's your standard so that you're working with the, the higher end work, higher end clients, and in turn that affects your revenue, right? So let's step away from business a bit because you've got a beautiful family, you've got three oh, kids, you. you're married, mm-hmm. and in addition to that, you have a lot of passions and different hobbies, so you're into sports, you do stand-up paddle boarding, you just finished uh, the Utah Half Ironman, yeah. and uh, you do scuba diving, which is you know a place like Hawaii. I mean, <laughs> if you see the the view that we're looking at, it's there's a lot of things that you can do here. The, the environment's a bit laid back, but uh, Monroe by no means does that hinder you from success because you're a very successful uh, you know, business owner in, in the sense of your, of your real estate business. Thank you. So. You're welcome. What, what does your typical day look like? So the moment you wake up, up to the point that you call it a day, what does that day look like for you? Okay. Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to paint the picture like, oh, I'm just living a life and doing all these things. I mean, I, if anything, I feel like I work too much, you know, work right. too hard, work too much. I am a self-proclaimed workaholic. Mm-hmm. But I do, you know, I am passionate about the outdoors. I do love doing active things. And I, I do what I can to fit that into my busy lifestyle. And like we were talking about earlier with when we weren't on camera, is I really think key is getting people in place to help create that lifestyle. So right now I'm still working a lot. We just launched our new business two and a half months ago. So it's been a lot of hours. It has been long days, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. So real estate can put a lot of stress, I think, on families and on relationships. And 
on the quality of life if we're not careful. And so a big priority of mine and my wife's this coming year is to restructure and kind of create the kind of lifestyle we want and make sure we have the people in place so that we can do that. Because at the end of the day, you know, the days, months, and years pass by. I live in one of the most beautiful places here. Absolutely. I want to be able to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So we, it's kind of like carving out the time. I need to proactively make the time, make the time for family, make the time for the things that matter most. And I'm getting better at that. But certainly, I think five years in I, and looking back, I feel like I've worked hard and, and built a good foundation. But again, you know, life is more than just about the money, mm-hmm. you know, more than just business, like you said. So I think thinking about what we want and tr- and striving to structure our business to serve that right. is really the stage I'm in now so that I can you know, spend more time doing the kind mm-hmm. of things I want to do. And it makes sense because, I mean, not only because you're in a beautiful place such as Hawaii, but regardless of where you are in the world, you've got to have that good work-life balance to be able to enjoy uh, you know your family life, the passion of pursuit, and the different hobbies that hobbies that you that you have, and you know in order to be able to do all this and tackle everything, and you're a hard worker, you're building out these companies, and and you've just recently launched them, you must have an, a high level of energy to tackle this on every single day. So Monroe, what would you say is your source of motivation? What keeps you what keeps you motivated? What keeps you going? Yeah, that's a great question. I think just. For me, it's about personal and professional development. Like, I don't want to be settling or feeling like, you know, it's okay to just be okay with the status quo and stop there. It just, it's hard to explain, but I just feel like it's something inside of me where I want to be better, I want to be striving, and just kind of that inner drive. Like, I want to improve, I want to progress, I want to be better, and I want to be teachable. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be be learning and not feeling like, oh, I'm arrived, I've arrived, I know everything, right. I don't need to learn anything. And I feel like that kind of teachable um, attitude or um, applying that to life and business helps. I'm not always that way, but just to be ever learning and growing. And I think just having goals. I think if you have goals and if you're continuously striving, we're either growing or we're dying. We're either progressing or digressing. There's no standing still. And I think understanding that is important, you know, whether it's mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever. You know, we have to be contributing to those areas we want to be improving on, which is hard. You know, if we have a lot of different balls in the air or plates spinning or what have you. It's not easy, but I think we need to be trying to invest, to invest in ourselves and our families and our business and the things we want to do, um, giving back in the community. Right. It's not easy. I mean, we have to take care of ourselves and our families at the end of the day, but hopefully we can grow or build our business to expand mm-hmm. beyond that too, You yeah. know, where we're not just so inwardly focused all the right. time, which we can tend to be. Um, so I think that's kind of the bigger picture and what we want to aspire to be like is those businesses and people who have seemed to have done that, you know, mm-hmm. dialed it in. And I have a lot of mentors like that that I look to and, and hope to be able to be like right. in terms of having a lifestyle, providing well for family, and, and giving back as well. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. So some of us, uh, some of the realtors watching this, and maybe some of the, not just realtors, but even business owners, mm-hmm. they're either just starting out with their business or they're starting out with real estate. Some of them might be more established in real estate, but maybe mm-hmm. they're facing a couple of challenges. What is your advice to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question, and I think what comes to mind for me is the concept of taking a step back from your business to work on it instead of in it, or like uh, in construction field, you know, measure measure twice, cut once, right. you know, that kind of thing. Where I think we get so caught up, or maybe if we're in that new stage or in something we need to transition, it would be wise to take a step back and think about what do we want, you know, what are the goals we have, what do we want to accomplish, and. And it's, it seems counterintuitive because we want to just be going out and doing it and getting it done, which we do. Right. 
because I think the next step, once you do that, once you decide what you want, you just have to go and take action. You know, mm -hmm. you need to get out, take massive action, and but particularly identifying like the 80-20 principle concept, like what are the 20% of activities that are likely to generate 80% of the results? And what are the 20% of things that people do as realtors that you can do that are most likely to generate you know, listings or find buyers or get deals? And I think that's key because we tend to stay so busy like social media and this and texting and email and at the end of the day, like what did we really do today to be productive, you know, to generate business? So focus on income generating activities and you may need to be willing to invest a little bit of money in the way of marketing and putting yourself out there in smart ways to get yourself out there. But I think just make a plan and then just get to work on executing that plan. And if you can do that consistently, I think you will see results and then work with a mentor if possible. You know, someone who has, has kind of gone down that road and may be able to guide you and kind of mentor you in getting your business to that next next level. And it's, that's very intelligent and very practical advice. And I think what the key word there is focus because I think a lot of realtors and a lot of business owners, they're getting distracted. And it's these distractions that pull us, apart, pull us away mm -hmm. from what really needs to be done. And if we just focus on the income producing activities and focused on that, using that 80-20 rule, right? Focus on what produces the best results or the most results for your business and just being more effective. So I mean, that's that's really, Intelligent advice, very practical, and I think that's something that we can all use. So, thanks so much, uh, sure. Monroe, for yeah, the time you. that that you've given us today, My and pleasure. for thank for you. sharing your knowledge and your insight with us. So, how can, uh, in as much as you're the principal broker and the CEO mm -hmm. of Love Hawaii Realty, and for anybody who's looking to connect with Monroe mm -hmm. and to connect with you either to purchase a home here in in Hawaii or to rent one of your beautiful villas. How do they connect with you? Sure, thank you. Yeah, simple as finding us on social media channels at Love Hawaii Realty, at Love Hawaii Villas. Those are two operations. Or online, just our websites, lovehawaiirealty.com, lovehawaiivillas.com. Feel free to reach out. We'd be happy to chat with you, happy to connect you with uh, the right person if you're looking to do a vacation or whatnot in Hawaii. But love to network, love to meet other realtors and other people in the industry, so that'd be fantastic. Also LinkedIn, please look, look me up on LinkedIn. Connect with me there, that'd be, that'd be great. Perfect. Cool. Okay. Thank you guys for joining us. And again, thank you, Monroe, for your time. Yeah. We really appreciate this and wishing you the best uh, and, and much more success with your business endeavors. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank appreciate you. It. Thank you for listening to the Driven Real Estate Podcast. To listen to more success stories, visit our website at hallmarkdriven.com.